This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Eldermorn, everybody. Eldermorn. <laughs> I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Henry Hogfish. <laughs> no, no rhyme for Henry. Yes! What's we the are point? Back, baby. Beautiful. What's the point? Uh, and then we've got, of course, Emily Axford. Fiaboginia, lightly tusked and heavily musked. Yes, oh! get that cigar smoke. <laughs> That's good. Mm. And then, of course, we've got Caldwell Tanner. Ah, uh, Zerk for Vane, a.k.a. Zonk for Bina, <laughs> fighting horrors from dusk till dawn and dreaming of going to Coroner Con. Oh, man, oh. maybe I'll do a rhyme next week. These are good. These are real good. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the second arc is all at Coroner Con. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I have read some first-hand accounts. It sounds horny. Uh, someone did comment on our Patreon that there are Coroner Cons and that they are, in fact, very horny. So oh, we have God. to be true to the real-life CornerCon experience uh, and make it horny and creepy. All right. I will go out of character and get horny. <laughs> uh, great, everybody. Uh, let's go ahead and do a little recap. So oh, last week, Fia Boginia followed a mysterious horror through the woods who was killing mm. sprites with its aura. At the same time, apprentice coroner Zerk Vervain examined a victim with a strange wound from those very same woods. After the autopsy, Zerk spoke to his mentor, Dr. Nebel, who was leaving that night. Nebel needed to get out of town quietly, so he hired the Rooks, a local gang, to help smuggle him out. Nebel was nervous that the Rooks may hurt any witnesses at the docks, so asked Zerk to follow at a safe distance and help <laughs> anyone who needed to be helped. And that's what happened. 10 out of 10, Zerk did a great job. Very no bumps helpful. in that road. <laughs> One of those witnesses ended up being Henry Hogfish, a shipping clerk who was knocked out by the Rooks and thrown in the bushes. Not knocked out, put to sleep. <laughs> But mm. yeah, knocked Went out. To yeah, sleep. six of one, half dozen of the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After Nebel escaped, Zerk approached the two gang members and was promptly knocked out. After very obviously lying to them about his name. The larger one, Fergus, clearly wanted to kill him, but the smaller one, Sib, managed to talk him down. Sib left a note to Zerk saying that he owed them one. Fia, hot on the trail of the mysterious horror, ended up finding the two of them hogtied along with Henry's faithful guard, Willie. You all joined up and went to a nearby watchtower to see if they had seen anything, but found that the guards there had all been killed. After investigating the tower, you found a note on a dead messenger that read, Nebel, we have been compromised. Don't get on the boat. 
The note obviously did not reach Dr. Nebel in time because his boat suddenly exploded and he was attacked by the same horror that Fia was chasing in the woods. The mm-hmm. horror rang a bell, which summoned the dead of the tower to rise as zombies and attack. After an impressive display from our new heroes, the zombies were thwarted. And you rushed to the wreckage of the barge where the horror was nowhere to be found. However, you did manage to find a book that Nebel left behind, pointed out to you by a dying sprite. The book read Guardians of the Grove in Sylvan and was similar to the book that Fia's Blade Witch mentor, Batilda, had before she went missing. And that is where we are now. Okay. So, uh, you are on the shores of the river, uh, near the smoldering wreckage of Dr. Nebel's barge. In Fia's hand is this book. It's incredibly well-preserved, clearly protected by some kind of magic with brown leather and jewel inlets. Uh, you see the last flickers of the sprite that pointed it out to you. Can I cast Spare the Dying on this sprite? Yes. Um, so, this sprite was already mechanically dead but we'll say that with this clutch last second spare the dying you can do a medicine check let's call it uh, dc12 to inject some life into it and revive it Ooh. okay so you see it's struggling um zerk starts going to work um starts doing like mini <laughs> chest compressions on this That's teeny little sprite the tiniest cpr i've ever seen actually i use my tinker's tools to make two tiny little hands oh that i used <laughs> to cpr bookfire just goes this is the saddest cutest thing i've ever seen it's lowercase cpr <laughs> I make a tiny little towel that I wipe my forehead with. Okay, not everything has to be tiny. You should use a regular-sized <laughs> towel on the forehead. I drink a tiny little water bottle. You take a sip from your tiny water and work your tinkerer's tools as the glow of the Sprite fades in and out. Come on, hang in there. Come on, pull through, little Sprite. I'm going to need someone to speak at the funeral for all the, these other Sprites. I hold up all my dead Sprites. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. God. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. I hand Henry a tiny shovel. I think I'm not digging a tiny grave tonight. You got this. Well, you can't use a regular size shovel. This is so depressing, everyone. That's a 15. A 15. All right. Uh, you see, it spits up a tiny amount of water, like a tiny fountain of water. Mm, I catch it in a thimble. <laughs> you catch some uh, uh, Sprite spittle. Disgusting. Oh. Um, what a tiny coffee cup. And you see that the sprite begins uh, glowing again uh, to the point where it starts to just look like a wisp again, like a little orb. Uh, its magical glow is so bright. Uh, and then it goes from blue to orange, which is kind of the normal color that they are at night when they're playful at stuff. And um, Fia is very magical and kind of is constantly surrounded by these sprites uh, and she's got all these spell books that they're interested in and everything they're always kind of flitting near them but zerk you haven't been around as many sprites except for like there were always ones that were around dr nebble and were around sort of the more like fun little gadgets and everything you haven't really had sprites giving you a lot of attention since you were like a little kid uh, hmm. but now you see this one sprite uh, goes over and plops down on your ear and stays there. <gasps> I wiggle my ear just to like bob it up and down. Uh, you see it bounces up and down on your ear, uh, spins around, gives you like a halo of light, um, and then uh, stays on your ear. Oh, I'm glad we were able to save someone. So um, I don't know if I told you, but one of the people that died on this barge was my mentor, uh, Dr. Nebel. He's a doctor in town. I 
Well, I, I'd like to bury him or do some sort of memorial. I know there's no body, but would you would you like to help with that? I know we've got to bury these sprites as well. I got this tiny shovel. Um, <laughs> but look, I should also tell you guys that uh, that thing that killed your friend, I've seen that guy before. Really? What? Where? I came across him um, when I was living in Scale Tip Valley. Scale Tip? Have I heard of this? Yeah, you guys would know that Scale Tip Valley is in Innerborough, which is south of Outerborough, uh, along the ri- the same kind of river system that gets up here to Thornkirk. What was this figure doing there? Yes, what did you see them do? Um, well, you know, I, I was minding my own business, just living there, and, and one day that thing, it got the jump on me, kicked the shit out of me, and I woke, I woke up and it was... It's going to sound weird, but it was it was trying to like carve my my shadow away from my body. That does sound very weird. Yeah, so anyway, I'm sorry that he killed your friend. We can do like a quick uh memorial thing, but then I, you know, I'd love to get the fuck out of here, honestly. Oh yeah. Mr. Zerk, Mr. Zerk, may I ask you a quick question? Yes, of course. Um you see Fia is clutching the book. Uh, that the sprite have saved. Mr. Zerk, I once knew someone who had a very similar book to this. I was wondering if maybe instead of burying it, maybe I could borrow it. I think that Dr. Nebo would be happy for someone as adept in the magical arts as you to have that book. Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate this. Ah, another friend for the belt. Uh, Bookbar <laughs> flaps excitedly. Um, ah, but you see, belt buddies. Volk starts freaking out the belt. <laughs> I think I will keep this very special book clutched to my chest and not submit it to the whims and uh, ways of Volk and Philip. I whispered to Fia, are you going to make that book talk? I don't know. The thing is about the book is it might already talk. They are just very, they are guardians of secrets and they are very suspicious of people. So they do not give them up easily. It's as possible sense. it has an animation already, but you just have not seen it. I will find out though. I whisper hello to the book. Careful, that, that wild one bit me. Volk, did you get away from the belt? Get back in the belt. Oh, oh, that that looks infected, sir. Hold on. (laughs) No, that's just a cyst. (laughs) Even still, we should lance that bad boy. Um, You guys see, after a bit, Willie returns uh, with about a dozen guards of the town watch (laughs) in tow. Uh, You see he's running back uh, in front of the line. He goes, don't worry, friends, I brought help. (laughs) Oh, look, it's your superior. Equal, just not (laughs) not superior. I'm not, we're just even, we're on an even playing field. What help did you bring? Um, You see um, behind him that there are about a dozen guards of the town watch, including uh, the inspector, who, um, Zerk, you would know from working as a coroner, just kind of uh, working with the local town watch. And you see she starts getting to work, like investigating the scene and everything. Um, And you see Willie leans into you, Henry, and goes, but don't worry, I said we didn't see nothing. (laughs) Perfect. Thank you. And uh, hey, thanks for leaving all the zombies to us, too. That was... uh... That was a real heads-up play. Thanks, bud. <laughs> um, you see, he salutes you. Um, the watch here and the inspector 
um, talk to you guys and just kind of ask uh, mm. what you saw. Do we trust? Can I do like an insight check? Who are these people coming to ask questions? I... Yeah, go ahead and do an insight check. I'll do one too. That's a dirty 20 for me. Wow. I only got a 10. Uh, 16 for me. Uh, so I would say Zerk would know this pretty well. Zerk, you know the inspector. Uh, the inspector's name is Marcy. She's got kind of dark hair that is graying. Um, she's got like a saber mm. at her side. She's this very mm. surly person who hates her job, who like <laughs> a little bit of Henry Hogfish energy, but instead of having like given <laughs> up, is just like really pissed about it. Like she walks up, she sees the burning bar. She goes like, God damn it. It's a fucking mess. Shit. Fuck. See, Henry, you could learn from this. Don't be sad. Be mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She looks okay. way better off. She's got a vein pulsing in her temple. <laughs> Fucking damn it. Shit, this sucks. I'm so aware of her blood. I press my temple and see if there's a vein there. <laughs> uh, somehow there isn't. There's no veins at all in your face. It's insane. She looks like her heart could explode at any time. That's how much love she has. Yeah, she's just she's just kicking at the barge. Oh, how are we going to get this out? This sucks. I'm going to be here all night. Uh, you guys would know enough about Thornkirk and its relationship with horrors, you would know that all the town watch can really do here is try to minimize damage during reaping season. It's almost like a natural disaster. So the watch guards aren't horror hunters. They're not going to have much useful info for you, so we don't need to play through you recounting everything. But let me know what info you do want to give to Marcy, uh, because I will say uh, you would know that the rooks have people embedded in the watch. Probably not Marcy herself, but you can't be sure about the others so yeah i just quickly recap all the stuff about uh the horror and dr nebel cool uh she lets out a sigh looks bummed about dr nebel um but kind of waves you off yeah uh you guys can head out we'll take it from here uh yeah okay. i get hey zerk i guess uh look we could do a little memorial service for your buddy from anywhere we're not there's no body to bury that's true uh should we raise a glass somewhere maybe at the very least I could raise a couple glasses after uh, after punching out some zombie birds. Yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> yes, I am particularly haunted by some of this information, so I would like to drown that feeling. All right, bottoms up. Uh, copper dagger or, you know what, I know a great morgue uh, that's unoccupied at the moment. That um, would be preferable for me because I don't know many people in this town, and the ones I do know okay. pretend they don't know me when I see them. <laughs> I gotta say, the bar sounds cooler to me <laughs> than the morgue. Um, we can risk the bar, but I'm telling you, there are people who do not want to see me. We could go to our place as well. That is true. Oh. I mean, I do make a wonderful sour cherry cordial. Okay, if it's between sour cherry cordials and the fucking morgue, I'll do the cordials. Oh, I should warn you, though. I do live in an abandoned train car. Of course. Of course. Pretty creepy sounding. And I have a bistro table, but only two chairs. Dibs. <laughs> I have a bad, I have a low back, I have a lumbar issue. Okay. I can sit on a stack of books. Sounds good. Zerk pretends not to be hurt. Okay, follow me. I clutch my book. Actually, I'm going to, um, I'm going to take out the binding of my breast and wrap it around the book that I found to try to sop up the wetness. Okay. Uh, mm. Clutch it to my chest and just walk in the direction and assume they will follow me. Sweet. Oh, she's going. 
She yep, just there we go. Sprinting into the woods. Okay. <laughs> Fia takes <laughs> off sprinting. <laughs> Follow us. Bookfart takes off surprisingly I, fast. Wow. I run really fast. <laughs> <laughs> My long legs. This is Bookfart thinks, thinks this is normal behavior because it only hangs out with Fia. So it's just like, run quickly, ma'am. We need to win. We need to win the race. Fia man. is a fast, <sighs> tall, gangly girl child. I'm just following the sprite that's attached to Zerk's ear. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you see the sprite uh, stays with uh, with Zerk uh, and follows oh, him around. I'm honored. Cool. A nice little beacon for me to follow through the woods. So you guys uh, cross the bridge and go out into the woods. Uh, you see that the sprites uh, have begun to congregate again, glowing orange. Uh, before they were glowing blue and they were kind of hiding because they were scared. Um, eventually, you travel far enough to reach an abandoned train station overgrown with greenery. The small roof of the station has caved in. Uh, the tracks can be seen slightly poking out uh, from under the green grass and foliage, but it's overgrown. Um, there are plants and trees that have grown through the platform. You see the stone is all cracked um, and off level. You guys know that about 20 years ago, the capital had attempted to build a massive railway system uh, throughout the entire empire, but it ended up just not working out and all of the trains in the boroughs were abandoned. Um, you guys see one last train car derailed, sitting off to the side of the old platform covered in ivy all along the sides and rusted over. Um, as you guys enter, Fia, would you like to describe your abandoned train car? Okay, so this is a steam locomotive, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say there is a nice jangly beaded curtain on the way in. So <laughs> you get a little tangled in it, but it makes a pleasant jingle. As I said, there's like a little bistro table with two, with only two little mismatched chairs. Um, there's probably like a tray for serving tea to guests and a humidor, like I promised. And uh, most importantly, though, the walls are lined with books. And of course, there's a, a in a steam locomotive, there's like a firebox, and I use that oh. like a pizza oven. Does anyone <laughs> want pizza? <laughs> Bookfire starts flapping yes. dangerously close to the fire. Does any would anyone like me to make them some pizza? I yeah, I could go for some flatbread. That sounds yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely munch some zaw. I have feta and rose petal jam to put on it. That okay. sounds spectacular. Yeah, whatever you want. <laughs> Some caramelized onions. Well, they are not caramelized just yet. <laughs> Why did you say that so coyly? <laughs> <laughs> because an onion is so, it's so fun to caramelize. It's a slow process, but it, you, it, once it starts going, it's going. I mean, aim into that. It is chemistry of the kitchen, and I'm here for it. Fia, <laughs> uh, you can tell, Bookvar is usually a little bit more timid, and you could tell Bookvar is just, like, excited to show off to guests. Yeah. Oh, I think also, like, all over, there's, like, little swaths of fabric that Fia has maybe uh, pilfered from various, you know, she's definitely, like, a, a, a collector of curiosities so there's like little swaths of fabric that someone threw out because they made a dress but there was some left over so like you know that kind of stuff there's like a patchwork feel to it yeah i gotta say Ooh. this is a lot more charming than uh than the abandoned train car i had in my head when <laughs> i found out we were going to the abandoned uh train station so i i must say this is slightly better than a morgue <laughs> Um, you see Bookvar begins very sloppily putting together pizza toppings. Um, and <laughs> Bookvar has that. Bookvar can only Crumbs clasp. 
feta. Crumble the feta. <laughs> just smashing the feta with the book. Just uh, just uh, slamming the cover and the back together. Uh, slamming it um, and crushing please, the cheese as best it can. Please let me help you. <laughs> no, no, no. You're a guest. You're a guest. I lean into Zer- Mr. Zerk and Mr. Henry and I say, do you know where the feta comes from? <laughs> do I want to? <laughs> One time I make Bukvar be a goat. And I take his milk. Yeah. So the answer okay. to my question was no. I did not want to know that. <laughs> this is Bokvar's cheese. Um, Bokvar, you do not have to make too many pies. You've already done enough, it's, sir. It's in the oven. It's in the oven. Don't worry. Most of the cheese is slid off. You see just the sloppiest, just like a toddler made a pizza bagel. Just He is my personal chef. Just too much sauce on one side, not enough on the other. Cheese, wow. haphazardly sprinkled, all in the oven is definitely going to burn. Didn't realize we were in the luxury car. <laughs> but you see, after a little bit, um, serves, <laughs> serves you guys these terrible pizzas, um, and you all sit around together. Why are they terrible? Because Bookfar made them, and he's a book. <laughs> he's a goddamn book. Can I at least roll for him? Sure, yes. You could roll to, to see make how, a good how good... How good of pizzas your goddamn book makes. What do I add to it? What do you add to it? Let's say dexterity. That's a four. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. It's edible. It's it's somehow <laughs> undercooked, even though he puts it in straight up fire for a bit. How is it? Tell me. It, mm. it, yeah, it's, it's raw and burnt at the same time. How oh. is that possible? No, it's, it's good. I've never um, tasted cheese that tasted like library before but <laughs> now i have and it is, it is unique. weird right it's like yeah. I, I i summon him as a goat and he had there's still something pulpy about his milk <laughs> um i take book far aside though and i say it is okay to be bad at something that is how we learn and what we love to do we love to learn we love to learn miss um while reading zaw uh i turn <laughs> to fia and say um so uh my mentor's dead and <laughs> I was mm. planning on learning a lot of healing and magic and alchemy from him. Miss Fia, you had such mastery over healing when when we were fighting there. I, I've never seen someone cast a healing spell so quickly. Is there any way you could teach me that? Uh, absolutely. Uh, um, Mr. Zerk, I, when we were in the fight, you made all the enemies glow and turned the battlefield in our favor. So I would like to learn this from you. Of course, yeah. Uh, I'm happy to exchange knowledge and pizza and and friendship and good tidings, I throw the pizza over my shoulder. Fia <laughs> takes a bite of the pizza that's like a full pizza and just eats <laughs> eats it like without it, like a it giant... being a slice. <laughs> a full just eats pie. a pizza wheel. Bookfire is wow. pulling up Cookie Monster and just slamming, <laughs> crunching a pizza, but it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> I whispered to uh, Mr. Henry, Mr. Zerk, um, just let him have this, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He can have. He can also have my piece if he's <laughs> Mr. Still Henry. Hungry. You are indulging him, and I very much appreciate this. Um, may I ask you, uh, Mr. Zerk? I am very disconcerted by what has transpired with your mentor. I too once had a mentor, not for long. Um, but uh, what was he called away to? I don't 
No, he was again being very secretive about it. He mentioned that he had some friends he needed to help. And that's about all I know. Uh, it must have something to do with that book. You said that your mentor had a book like that? Yes, she did, yes. She had a book just like this. And Henry, what about your mentor? Um, you know, <laughs> I, uh... No offense, I, you are pretty old for a mentor, right? I was gonna say. Yeah, I never, I never really had a mentor, so I never really, I never really learned very much, and, uh... Now that I'm old, I don't think I have anything to teach anybody, so I couldn't really mentor anybody. But I'll just sort of, I'll, I'll be happy to be around and watch you two mentor each other. That sounds That's nice. not true, Mr. Henry. I am clumsy with a blade, and you are certain with your fist. So I would oh, love yeah. to learn fighting from you. Could you teach us how to punch birds? <laughs> Henry, Henry looks at his hands. Covered in feathers. He smiles for the first time. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Your lip is quivering like you're using a new muscle that you have not used before. What is, is this it? supposed to mean? I think he's sick from pizza. <laughs> Henry's smile looks like a guy just baring his teeth. I can teach you to punch some birds. He's like a two-year-old when they first learn to smile for picture. <laughs> uh, guys, go ahead. Uh, as you guys uh, chat, everybody give me insight checks. 18. 16. 14. Okay, everybody, um, ooh, an insightful crew for once. Um, <laughs> as you guys are chatting and kind of thinking about all of your individual circumstances, you all have a strange connection to this weird horror that cut down Dr. Nebel. You realize the next step in solving this mystery is knowing where they were going. And the only people who would know would probably be the Rooks because they were the ones taking him there. Uh, it is common knowledge around town that they hang out in a giant saloon uh, and gambling hall called Blackthorn Hall. Hmm. So, Mr. Zerk, since this person left a note saying you owe me, Vaughn, why don't we go talk to this person? Yeah, you know, of the two, uh, Sib would be the one I'd want to talk to. I, I owe them a favor and... They didn't hit me in the head with a hammer. So, yeah, we could try talking to Sib. So we call it a night. We we meet up again tomorrow, and and okay. we head over there, and we try to give that rook a favor. Yeah. It might be good for me to check in at work tomorrow, uh, so then after I'm done, we can go at night. That would be great. Okay. And I, with your permission, Mr. Zerk, I will look through this book. Oh, yes, absolutely. I, I don't okay. believe I can read it. So if you can glean some knowledge from it, that'd be fantastic. Okay, thank you. Uh, sweet. Right. So are you guys staying here or are you going to go to your separate um, places? Hmm. Oh, we do have a couple cots. I, uh, oh. I, it's like a tiny house. They fold down from the wall. <laughs> hey, well, you know, I can I... sleep up to six according to the Airbnb listing. I mean, it is a sleeper car. That's true. And, uh, you know, my cousin's not expecting me home. I usually do the graveyard shift, so I can crash for a little bit. <laughs> Feel free. Oh, my gosh. I'll put a couple more pizzas in the oven. <laughs> Starts Make flapping Make one around. a breakfast pizza. Make one a breakfast pizza. You want to know Dude, no cheese. Non let's, can I just do one non-dairy? Just starts cracking just... the eggs like Cookie Monster's mouth, <laughs> spilling Maybe. yolk okay. everywhere. Oh, that's a lot of shell in there. <laughs> 
Don't worry, I'm an expert chef. I know how to make breakfast pizza. We'll just be so happy to help you. Okay. Again, I was gonna say, do you want to know where the eggs come from? Yeah. Okay. So I know that they came from the book, not One a chicken. One time I turned book far into a chicken. Yeah, that's what I. I will uh. just. Can I just have the just the the bread from the pizza that's all i want you like just a want, giant cracker you just want raw dough <laughs> you can cook the dough okay. all right one breakfast pizza nothing on it at all coming up perfect uh, sweet uh is there anything you guys would like to do uh as you go to as you go to bed for the night um before we go to bed uh i go over to henry and say so about that bird punching lesson uh i don't have a bird on hand but i pull out my hat which is covered in these like weird alchemical runes uh and it is actually a hat of vermin oh wow (laughs) and using a charge i produce a bat from inside the hat oh god i thought we were maybe do this tomorrow fuck (laughs) Um, i i see this and i say why did you make more bats and i point to the ceiling and there's already a couple bats hanging up there just you think i not have any bets oh wow and and you're cool with those (laughs) absolutely yeah well maybe maybe don't punch the real bats okay this one's a fake bat this is a magical bat um okay uh i guess i shadow box (laughs) near the bat (laughs) to try to teach zerk I think Fia is watching this from afar, um, using a little sprite as a book, a book light, um, and she is happy to have the company of something other than books for a change. Um, <laughs> but I think she is also going to um, open up this little book that she found. Uh, sweet. Go ahead and give me a history check. Uh, this will kind of just be like a research uh, check, essentially. 12 plus 6 is 18. Fia, is there anything in particular that you're looking for? I think Fia is... Her heart is a bit heavy from this. I mean, she presents as a strong, self-sufficient witch, but in this moment, huddled over this book, you see she's little more than a sprout of a woman, so I think she is not thinking so logically. She's maybe perhaps scrambling for some kind of hint. She's very worried about her witch now. Yeah, uh, Fia, as you look through this book, you get deja vu to being a young girl and flipping through the witch's book kind of as a secret. Like you would go and kind of steal it from her. She knew I was stealing. She knew you were stealing. She uh, encouraged this kind of trickery. Um, And you see that it is a bestiary of horrors and how to hunt them, much like uh, what your witch had. Mm, Then I look for something about a bell. You look through and as you see the different classes of horrors and whatnot, um, you do find in the back that Nebel has added notes, and you see the sketch of a man um, that looks like the horror that you saw. Um, But you see this one looks to be hand-drawn with notes uh, scribbled in the margins. It lists uh, the creature's ability to kill sprites with its aura, uh, that it has an undead mount. Uh, It's got this summoning bell, uh, and most concerning, it doesn't have any known weaknesses. Everything else has ways to deal with the horror ways to kill the different horrors um and this picture is just labeled with the word prophet fia's breath 
quickens and her palms sweat with anger. All right, kid. Yeah, summon another bat. Henry has his shirt off. He's sort of bobbing and weaving. Bat number two, coming your way. <laughs> Here we go. Just real quick, that was not one of my bats, right? Pretty sure. I don't oh, like think so. Yeah, no, it, 60%. It, it evaporated into dust. I'm watching the bats. I'm watching the bats. You, I'm fond of the bats. So if everyone could stay stay away from the bats, it's actually very upsetting. Bookvar book starts to get a little upset. Okay, I'll, I'll tag the bat. I'll tag this bat. Yeah, you you all have not seen it yet, but Bookvar does sleep hanging from the ceiling yes. like a bat. Please, okay. I've, I've really taken to these bats. If you could put little hats on your bats so we know the difference. Or maybe we could spray paint them. Uh, Zerk uses his tinkerer's tools to create a tiny hat for this bat. Right. I mean, do you have a dollhouse at home? You're so good with miniatures. It would be a wasted talent if you did not. Um, You also see, Fia, that um, amongst all this other stuff in Dr. Nibble's book, it looks like he wasn't a blade himself, um, but was of the same order, the Guardians of the Grove. Um, And you see a quote that says, the smith forges the blade. The smith forges the blade. And you know from conversations that you've had with your old mentor that there were smiths who would use their, you know, knowledge to help the blades in some way, whether it be by teaching them or whether it be like, in in Dr. Nebel's case, he was a doctor. He could have literally done what he was doing in town, but specifically for hunting horrors or something. Mr. Zerk, I think... I think your doctor was a smith. They work with the blades. Really? One second. I toss another bat at Henry, and then I come over to Fia. <laughs> I blindfold myself. <laughs> I think he had a secret profession. What are the smiths? They work with the blades. The blades hunt the horrors, and the smiths help the blades. Seems pretty self-explanatory. Huh. Did you know this about him, or did he not wear this on his sleeve? The only thing he wore on his sleeve were several little sprites that uh, danced happily and gaily upon them. So Sprite cufflinks. I love yeah. sprite cufflinks. But no, we never mentioned the secret life. Mm, this nebble grows more and more curious. Yeah, we got to get to the bottom of this. I feel like I got to mm. honor his memory whatever way I can. So you guys all go uh, to bed for the night in Fia's cozy tiny house. Um, you awaken at 2 p.m. <laughs> I awaken at 1.55 to admire the uh, breathing bodies of my companions. Usually I spend all of my days with books. It is so nice to have heat producing bodies. Yeah, Zerk stayed up an extra four hours just like fucking around, like reading Fia's books and whatnot. So he is absolutely passed out right now. Yeah, <laughs> just being super loud at night. The books are telling you to stop. Yeah, Philip, Fia's high level spell book goes, dude, go to fucking bed, man. I'm not tired. You're so loud, dude. Just put book. I want to talk to Bookvar. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to sleep, Zerk. What is it? Sleeping on the ceiling. I'm sleeping on the ceiling with the bats, and they're all freaked out by how how many bats they saw get punched tonight, even though they weren't real bats. Henry slept with one eye open, watching yeah. the bats. I know you're plotting something. Revenge. Your they're spiteful bugs. Screeching and echolocating you. Bugs. <laughs> I, I 
pet each one's head and whisper, you're not a bug. I do not think you're a bug. You're not a bug. He says you're a bug. I don't think you're a bug. Definitively not bugs. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you guys, you guys have all woken up. It is mid-afternoon. You went to bed super, super, super late um, after this whole debacle. Is there anything you guys would like to do before heading to Blackthorn Hall? I've got to stock my spells for the Ooh, day. Sweet. Fia takes some time um, and goes over her spells. I guess I'll check in at work, see what's going on, uh, see what the fallout from Dr. Nebel's death <laughs> yes. is. Um, Zerk, uh, you stop by your workplace. You see that the inspector is there. Uh, just kind of interviewing everybody, finding out what's going on. You see that there is another doctor in that was supposed to show up uh, on this day anyway. So the um, patients will be taken care of. For now, it is closed. There's a little sign on the window um, that says opens back up tomorrow. Um, it looks like people are very sad and devastated, but it does look like, um, you know, people know that this is horror related. So this isn't like, oh no, a murderer is on the loose. It's like, we live in a world where zombies exist. This was one of the unfortunate victims of living in this horror world. So things are, people are, people are sad, but uh, they accept uh, these horrors as, as their reality. I guess I have the day off. Sweet. Sick. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to swing by, um, swing by my place and kind of get like a change of clothes, which is just a new shirt. And I don't really change anything else. Henry, you uh, swing by the place that you're staying. Um, you go in like a back entrance, so you don't really have to deal with anyone. There's like a couple guards out front. Hey, buddy. Um, they wave you in. You go in the back entrance. You uh, change your clothes, uh, and you all meet back up as night falls outside of Blackthorn Hall. Mr. Henry, I forgot to ask you. Uh, last night you made me a promise. There was sort of a bond offered. You said if one thing goes your way, you will have a. I will have a friend for life. Would you say one thing went your way? You know, I guess I'd say, I'd say a couple things went my way. I even like the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't say that in front of Bookfar. I'll make some more tonight. Oh well. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be your friend uh, for as long as you want me to. All right, then. Couple things went your way. Couple friends for life. Interesting. Um, Fia, you see, as you make this, like, deal with Henry, you see a bunch of sprites. Friendship is to be bartered for. That's what I learned from books. <laughs> you see uh, a few sprites swirl around the two of you um, and make <laughs> a little connection with, like, two branches. Ooh. Yeah. I think they like you. That is... I think the first time they've ever showed uh, a positive light around me. Oh, well, I th I think that that is, uh, since sprites and uh, fairies and whatnot are so into trickery, whenever you make a promise, uh, that means a lot and there are dire consequences. So I guess what just mm -hmm. happened there is that you made an oh. oath to Miss Fia. We made an oath of friendship. I get it now. Okay, no going back on that. <laughs> hmm. All right then, all in. Hazard, you want to be in on this, Erkuska? Uh, I look at my little sprite that I imagine is still hanging out and say, we want in on this? Uh, you see uh, the sprite swirls around uh, and connects uh, a new magical branch. Uh, so there's a three-way branch <laughs> between the three of you. Yeah, what the heck? I'm pretty lonely too. Why not? <laughs> 
Oh dear, we are in it now. <laughs> so, has anyone ever been to this gambling casino before? Absolutely not. I take the wide berth any chance I get. <laughs> I also tend to avoid that that spot, but but we've got an in. We know Sib. <laughs> We are going to go in and say, hello, we know Sib. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? Uh, so you all <laughs> arrive outside of Blackthorn Hall uh, as the sun sets. You arrive and see a bunch of rough and tumble looking folks spilling out of this massive saloon. Uh, you can see cigar smoke wafting out from inside. <laughs> I light my own, of course. (laughs) You light your own as you walk in. Um, As you guys walk in, you see that you are on the second floor balcony of a huge open room. You look down and see that on the first floor, there is a rowdy crowd gathered around a boxing ring with thick ropes. Um, (laughs) One boxer pummels another in the corner while the crowd goes wild, waving tickets and making bets. Up here on the second floor, tough-looking folk puff cigars and drink ale at a bar, smacking each other on the back and laughing. Um, At smaller tables overlooking the balcony, you see the more kind of serious people speak quietly, their faces lit by the dull glow of sprite lamps. Um, You see several of them have uh, tattoos like Sib had, uh, like the tattoo of this rook, of this um, black bird, clearly visible. Um, and they wear black cloaks. Uh, everybody, as you guys enter, uh, give me perception checks. Uh, that's a 17. That's a seven for me. 14 for me. Uh, so with a 17, you all see a bunch of rooks around. And Henry, you see Sib. <gasps> slicked back um, black hair, rook tattoo, um, and a black cloak uh, is hanging over the edge of the balcony. <laughs> watching the fight. Very reckless. I like this. Very reckless. Um, uh, Wincing with each... You see one boxer is pummeling the other one. Sib is wincing with each punch (gasps) that the loser is taking. And then uh, you see when the fighter is knocked out, you see they throw their ticket. Like, looks like they just lost uh, a big fight. I think that's uh, who you owe a favor to. They don't seem to be in that great of a mood. That's, That's them, yeah. Let's go talk. Do you want to go speak to them by yourself or do you want us to come with you? We can be casual. I'm not great with social interaction. I usually hang out with books and the page is very different than the face, but... Yeah, I spend most of my time with dead people, so similarly no. not great. I am generally disliked upon being met <laughs> well, as well. You see, you see Bookfar is also here uh, flapping uh, and goes, should we try to fit in? Should we get like a white wine spritzer or something so that we... <laughs> um, Absolutely amazing. Even though I know Paul. that is absolutely the wrong thing to do, I get Bookvar a white wine spritzer because <laughs> that's just too cute. Hold it with your bookmark. Hold it with your bookmark. I'm trying, miss. I'm trying. Spilling everywhere. <laughs> oh my god, he's showering us. We're just. I'm just constantly casting the mending cantrip as he drinks. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for taking over that. I have to say thank you so much. I can't. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, your hand looked a little tired. Uh, yeah. You guys get um, a white wine spritzer for Bookvar, um, but then are able to get just like ales and stuff for yourself. Uh, throw a couple mm. copper to the uh, surly Ooh, bartender. I get a very dark, tall stout and I light up a big stinky cigar. Ooh. I want a very smoky <laughs> scotch. 
Nice. No, no rocks. I get a uh, highball of pure vodka, but then I use magical tinkering to put uh, a rainbow illuminated ice cube in it like they give you at Disneyland. <laughs> Very good. Actually, can I get another highball of vodka sure. and put another rainbow flashing ice cube in it and then walk over For to Sib? Sib. Great. Ooh. Uh, uh, you walk over to Sib. Uh, you see Sib has just kind of, uh, as the bell rings, this fight ends. Uh, Sib clearly is just lost, throws a ticket, looks super pissed off, starts walking, uh, is looking down, um, and then looks up and sees you, Zerk, uh, and kind of stops in their tracks. Hey, tough loss, bud. Yeah. What's up, <laughs> Dr. Zonk? <laughs> you told me your name was Zerk. You're supposed to be my friend yeah, for life. I've been calling you Mr. Zerk. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Have I been using your name wrong? Uh, what no, no, it's a Ms. nickname. Virginia, what are it's you It's called doing? a Idiot. nickname. Idiot. His name Idiot. is Dr. Zonk because that's what he said his name was. <laughs> okay, we'll learn a new name. Oh, okay. I stare unblinkingly. Listen, I know I put you in a tight spot the other day. I'm here to make it up to you, and I, I hand them the drink. Weird cube, but um, <laughs> yeah, what the hell. Uh, throws it back real quick, and then just kind of tosses the glass on the ground um, very oh, rudely. Wow, you're uh, so <laughs> reckless. I just really think it's cool. Yeah, I am really <laughs> reckless. Uh, you see, they, they light up a second cigar. They're smoking two cigars. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. That's so weird. It's like elephant tusks. <laughs> yeah, so I had to deal with fucking Fergus talking all night, all fucking blue balled that he didn't get the fucking violence that he wanted. You got him all fucking hyped up to kill somebody. And then I have to talk to that fucking dude for like four hours. I'd hang out with him. He tried to get into a fight in every fucking bar we went to. It, oh. it sucked. So you owe me, let's say 20 gold per hour that I had to fucking listen to it. Uh, so let's say 80 gold rounded up. Let's say 100 gold. Let's call it a 100 time. gold? Yeah. Oh, it's that kind of, it's that kind of favor. 100 huh? gold because you had to hang out with Fergus? Yeah. He would have just talked about regular shit if we didn't have to tend to you, Dr. Zonk. All right. Fair enough. So I'll take my gold right now, unless any of you can fight, in which mm. case we can make a lot more than that. I My pupils shift towards Henry. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say I give an elbow to the spine of Henry. <laughs> um, okay, well, I, I, you know, I taught you how to box a little bit last night, too, right, Zonk? <laughs> oh, no, I was, uh, I was in charge of the bat hat, if you'll recall. <laughs> yeah, Zonk was, I mean, Zerk, Zonk. <laughs> Zonk was really busy uh, making prefer. sure we knew which were fake bats and real bats. Yeah, because if you'll recall, the bats didn't want to wear the tiny hats, so I had to sew them on. <laughs> Uh, well, I didn't sew them on. It I like sewed on little so like. So barbaric. What the it fuck? So what the barbaric. fuck are you maniacs talking about? Okay, so all <laughs> what right, are you fucking the... talking about? Do any of you fight? Yeah. Look, here's the thing. I will. I'll go in that ring, and I'll I'll earn you some money. You throw a little extra down, we can earn you more than a hundred gold. And if we can do that, if we can get you more than a hundred gold, then maybe you do us one small favor in return. All we're looking for is some information. Information? What kind of what kind of information? We just now need to know a destination. This is all. You want to know where your doctor was going last night? Okay, you sussed Bingo. it out of us. Yes, this is what we are looking for. I told you they were smart. Right. Well, Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you guys? The thing about 
the rooks is everybody plays everything close to the chest. So there's only one person alive who knows where Nebel is heading, and that's the boss. Um, you see they, the boss? they gesture towards a table in the corner um, with a bunch of rooks around it. Uh, and you see at the center is a woman who looks weirdly more intimidating by how not threateningly she is dressed. She wears a pristine white hoop dress with black trimming, long white gloves, and a white hat. At her side is a closed uh, parasol uh, that she holds to the side uh, like a cane. Oh, damn. Hmm, I should have brought my parasol. (laughs) (laughs) And Sib goes, the boss was actually interested in speaking to you two anyway. Uh, You see, they point to Zerk and Fia. So if you all want to go talk to her while me and this guy go down to the ring, I can arrange that. Sounds fantastic. Henry, are you okay with that? Uh, Yeah, you know, fuck it. Um. (laughs) Mr. Zerk, do you have any um, oils you could rub on Henry's fists? And also, (laughs) Sib, I was wondering, I've never been to this fighting pit before. How obvious is it when someone is buffed with magic? If you do it ahead of time, then you can usually get away with it. If you're cheating mid-fight, which I am not above. <laughs> yes, I, you, you do not seem above it, nor am I. No. In fact, I think cheating is awesome. Takes a big puff of their cigar. <laughs> okay, that actually was a step further. <laughs> when did you get a third cigar? <laughs> I only take one puff of each one. Throws out the two cigars. <laughs> a small I fire will starts. Take that one. Wait, <laughs> my friend, you are making quite a mess. Yeah, I got a cigar problem, and I need to make <laughs> a lot of money to make up for it. I think my friend Fia can relate. Um, yeah, <laughs> look, if the ref if the ref catches you, they call it off, and you get disqualified. Everybody who bet mm-hmm. on you knows that you lost the fight uh, and will take it out on you. Interesting. I'm looking through my book for the day and I think if I'm going to help Henry at all, it's going to have to be in the moment. Hmm. I haven't used any of my infusions yet for the day. Okay. Uh, What I want to do is I'm going to cast Enhanced Weapon on Henry's Fist. Okay. Okay. Will you allow that? Yeah. What is uh, what does it do? Uh, so the alchemy infusions are basically like it just gives him a plus one bonus to attack Great. and rolls. Sweet. So um, yeah, I think I will take some of that ichor from yesterday, uh, and I'll just kind of mix it together in a little flask, uh, and then I kind of rub it into his hands like a hand lotion. Thanks for the hand massage, Zonk. You, uh, <laughs> Doctor Zonk, you just randomly started rubbing goo on your friend's hands there. That- Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. They were looking a little dry. Cool, great. Um, Do you want some? Uh, no, not not at fucking all. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so fair uh, enough. What's your name, by the way? Uh, Henry Henry Hogfish. You look old as shit. Uh, so if we yeah. get you out there, uh, there's gonna be a lot of people betting against you. And if you win for me, I'll make a lot of money. But if you lose for me, uh, leans in close and whispers, "Don't fucking lose for me." Okay. Uh, yeah, I I hardly ever lose, um, and I. Look suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Fia Bonkidia. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make a deception check, Fia. <laughs> no! That's going to be a minus one to whatever I roll. I got in that one. <laughs> oh, it was zero? 
That's going to be a dirty zero. A dirty, dirty zero. zero. Uh, you see Sib Filthy zero. pulls out a dagger and holds it to your throat and goes, how'd you know my last name was Bonkinya? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you think you have something on me? You don't have shit on me. You don't know me. I I'm Sib yeah, Rook, as far I as you're concerned. You, you understand? You, you don't have Sig shit on me, <laughs> okay? Don't say the last okay. name, Bakkinya. I'm not part of that family anymore. <laughs> So Sib, keeping their eyes on Fia, backs up, holds the dagger up threateningly uh, as they lead. I try to like resolve the situation by like throwing them thumbs up as I walk away. Shakes, shakes their head each time. You see they nod to a um, rook goon, this just big, bald-headed, um, burly dude um, who comes over and uh, goes... You want to talk to the boss? At the earliest convenience. Um, grabs you guys and brings you guys over to the table. Um, Henry and Sib go downstairs. Uh, Henry, um, you see Sib has you um, sit in an area with like a couple other fighters. Um, you see people are uh, taping up their hands. Um, you see Sib uh, goes and talks to a few people to like make arrangements for your fight. Uh, and then Sib comes over and helps you start getting ready. Like, uh, takes your coat off. Uh, you got the tank top on underneath. You see yeah. uh, Sib grabs your hand <laughs> oh, yeah. and starts, like, shaking your arms out. All right, you're a champ. You're a fucking champ. You're going to kick wow. these dudes' asses. Yeah, you're an old-looking dude, so you're going to go out there, and people are going to bet so much money against you, and I'm going to bet okay, for you, and we're going to win so much cash. We're going to win well, so we're, much we're cash. We're fading in and out of a pep talk yeah, here. Yeah, that's Let's, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're going to go out there. You're going to look sickly. You're going to look sickly no, gonna, just like okay. you're looking right now, Let's but just... you're going to pop them. You're going to pop them because you can do Why that. Don't... You don't. Why don't, don't look like you can, here. but you can do it. You don't Thank look like you, you yeah. can. and But I can. Let's just leave it on. I'm having a hard time <laughs> believing it looking at you, but you're going to do it. Uh, thank you, maybe. Sib starts taping up your hand and goes, don't worry. I got you a warm-up fight. Uh, I got some pull down here. I got you a warm-up fight. Uh, I'm not going to be able to make a lot of money off that one, but we'll get a good showing, and uh, we'll get you a respectable opponent for the second one. Okay. Meanwhile, so uh, Zerk and Fia... Uh, you all are led over uh, to this table full of all of these rooks, these menacing-looking goons. Uh, amongst them, you do see Fergus, who is the dude who knocked you out last night with his hammer. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I stand in front of Zerk. <laughs> if you're coming by to finish what we started last night, why don't we step outside? Okay, he saw you. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you hear the woman pipe up and go, Fergus, why don't you leave us alone for a minute? Um, and you see Fergus looks pissed off, but uh, sort of just snorts angrily and does that tough guy thing where he like pushes his nose. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and walks away. That sounded stupid. <laughs> Zerk stifles a laugh. Um, you see she shoes away. Um some of her other goons, you see uh, just the one bald one standing to the side. Uh, you sit down and join her, and she goes, Hello, my name is Madam Whitlock, and from my understanding, you have a history with some of my associates. Yes, ma'am, it is written on my face. They are very capable, uh, and I pass along my congratulations to you on choosing such potent employees. Right. You have a good hiring process, he's trying to say. <laughs> Thank you. Well, 
Fergus is my brother, so <laughs> didn't hire him. Mm, but nepotism. I won't hold it against you. <laughs> Go ahead and give me a charisma check for you. <laughs> You know it's going to be a minus one to it. Yeah. A six. Oh, uh, no. You see, very well composed, um, but kind of uh, sneers at that for a moment and goes, Sib told me all about you. You're a doctor? Zonk, I believe? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Dr. Zonk, that's me. And then she turns um, and looks at Fia and goes, you live on the edge of town, do you not? Yes, I do. I live in an abandoned rail car, but I'm also quite a good healer. And you knew Batilda? Um, I did not know her long, but I miss her like I did. Then I may have use for both of you. I have information that you might be interested in, and you have services that I could make use of. I fear there is a horror who is hunting rooks. Several of my associates have dropped dead recently from unknown causes. We clean up our messes here, so none of it was officially reported, but I'm beginning to get concerned. I assumed the first one was a heart attack. A person just died without any visible wounds. The victim was young, but we live a hard lifestyle. I didn't think it was that Mm. strange, but after the third body piled up this week, I began to have my doubts. I'd planned on financing an independent autopsy or trying to find a horror hunter, and it just so happens that you've both stumbled into my establishment, so I have a proposition for you. We have a victim from last night in our freezer, and I would like for you to take a look at it. If you need someone to assess cause of death, last night Zonk told me like 400 different causes of death. Yeah, there's a lot of them. rambled them off. Falling down the stairs, falling up the stairs happens less often, but it does happen. (laughs) Falling stairs can fall on somebody. (laughs) Bleeding out, puking out, pooping out, pissing out. (laughs) Also pooping in, bleeding in. in. (laughs) Yes, I've read. Yeah, that's a wild one. I've read your mentor's uh, book that you're supposed to bring to the bathroom. That's 5,000 ways to die. And it has all, it's very like clever and kind of. It was turned into a pop song popular at weddings. Very funny. Um, anyway, um, we're assuming it's some kind of horror. If you could find out uh, what it is, what is killing my associates and deal with it, I'll tell you where your doctor was headed. I will accompany the doctor in this. We'll do our best. Um, you see she motions to one of her goons who leads you back to a hallway. Hey there, Nadpoles. Did you know that about 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgot about? Truly, even if you think you have your number of subscriptions under control, you might as well check out Rocket Money just to be sure. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings, folks. With Rocket Money, you got full control over all of your subscriptions and a clear view of those expenses. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place, so if there's anything you don't want, Rocket Money will help you cancel it 
with just a few taps. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate your bills lower for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They will deal with customer service and all those AI chatbots so you don't have to. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and it's saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions. That is saving their members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. That is rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw, rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. Thank you, everybody. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content all in one place and all on your terms, folks. They've got beautiful beautiful templates and easy drag and drop tools. You can make a portfolio, you can make a blog, you can make a web series over there. You can do anything you want and you can do it all on Squarespace. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com pawpaw to save 10% on your first order of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com pawpaw to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. squarespace.com pawpaw. Thank you, everybody. Uh, then we're going to cut over to Henry. Henry, uh, you've seen uh, a few fights go at this point. Um, you've got your hands all taped up. Uh, you see uh, Sib is rubbing your shoulders. You got to look like shit, but you got to kick their asses, all right? You got to look like <laughs> shit, I, Maybe we just asses. dial it in, sit right, in yeah, silence, no. like yeah, brooding yeah. silence. Right. That would be preferable. I hope Henry's okay. Um, you see a referee... <laughs> Stands in the middle of the ring, a gruff short man with a newsboy cat puffing a cigar and goes, all right, all right, place your bets, place your bets. In the blue corner, we got uh, uh, just motions over towards Henry's general direction um, as Henry and Sib uh, uh, go to the blue corner and goes, uh, whoever the fuck this guy is, uh, what's your name, old man? Hank Hogfish. Hank Hogfish. Uh, go ahead and give me a charisma check, uh, no! Henry. At least you have a zero, right? Uh, yeah, but I did roll a five. A five? Uh, you Hank hear is a, a nickname for Henry, though. You, you, know, hear, that's... you hear a chorus of boos. Okay. Hank, I know that guy. We work at the docks. His name's Henry. He's trying to give himself a fucking nickname. <laughs> Henry. Henry. That's right. Yeah. Get him to think you're fucking pathetic. Get him to think you're oh. fucking pathetic. Starting to, to feel fucking pathetic. Fia's voice echoes, don't be sad, be mad. <laughs> oh. And you hear uh, the referee continues. And in the red corner, we got fan favorite for getting his ass kicked in style, Glass Willie. Uh, you see Willie uh, from last night? Uh, no! A hundred pounds soaking wet, scrawny and shirtless, with taped up hands, begins dancing back and forth. Don't take it easy on me, Mr. Clerk! You've already, you've got like four black eyes. I don't even know how that's possible. I fought three <laughs> times tonight. I'm zero and three tonight. But if I keep fighting, I might be one and three. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's just, you know, take it. Take a dive if you need to, all right? <laughs> all right, uh, let's see some fucking blood. Bring it on, come on. I love that, the ref. Uh, the referee 
uh, throws his hands down. Uh, you hear the bell rings, uh, and you go and you meet Willie in the middle. I'm going to tell you how this fighting ring is going to work. All right. Uh, so, Henry, uh, this is based on uh, something from Cobalt Press. Uh, the way we're going to do this, instead of doing initiative and going back and forth, uh, this is best of five rounds. Um, you can also get knocked out. You're going to roll a contested athletics check. If you lose the round, uh, you have to do a con check to not get knocked out. Okay. Mm. Uh, different fighters have different things that they add to it. Um, Willie does not look particularly skilled. Um, Sib looks like they just want to try to kind of build you up. All right, you can. This one's probably going to be a close one, but I think you're going to squeak it out. Ew. <laughs> um, okay. Don't squeak anything. Uh, out. So Hen- <laughs> Henry, you have rusty skills, so you you add a D four to your athletics check uh, as you fight. Um, so you and uh, Willie meet in the middle. Willie starts swinging. Go ahead and make an athletics check. So that's a twenty-eight. Oh my good God! Um, you see, Willie dances back <laughs> and forth. Strength. Come on, Mister Clerk, don't take it easy on me. And you just sock him directly in the head. You see his head <laughs> flops back. He got a twelve. So he did you say twenty eight? Yeah. So he lost by sixteen. So he has to do a DC. It's the amount you lose by plus ten to stay up. So he has to do a DC twenty six to knock it instantly knocked out. Henry. <laughs> Oh, try to aim away from his memories. He got, he got a legit nat one. So you see, you see, he oh, no. flies out of the ring. You sock him so hard. He just goes down. Uh, the momentum flips him back over, and he cartoonishly flies over the rope. You hear the crowd goes wild. Willie, 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 Willie. Oh, they like Willie. They oh like God, Willie. did he lose? Yeah. <laughs> Henry lose? People love an underdog. Don't take it personally. Uh, the bell starts ringing. Um, Willie is out. That is the end of the first fight. Um, uh, the ref uh, lifts your wrist. You see they were cheering for, they love seeing Willie get his ass kicked. He's got so yeah. much spunk. <laughs> and you see uh, Willie pops back up. He's okay. He's uh, he's a little dazed, but he's okay. You told me you told me not to take it easy on you. You did say that. <laughs> you, you almost killed me, uh, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go not go to sleep tonight. I'm gonna have somebody watch me. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. Should check on Willie after this. Uh, you see, uh, uh, Sib pulls you into the corner. Uh, you sit down at a stool, starts rubbing your shoulders, and goes, All right, uh, this next one's not gonna be quite as easy, um, but I'm confident that you're gonna squeak this one out. It's gonna be pathetic, but you're gonna squeak Thanks. it out. Thanks for the pep talk. Just maybe, maybe just like clap your hands or something and don't <laughs> say words next time. Uh, and you see uh, the ref goes, and now we got the reigning champion, Hancock Fish, uh, in the red corner. Let's bring out a new challenger in the blue corner. We got an old favorite, Sullivan the Specimen. Um, you see a short, uh, short dude, a uh, couple inches shorter than. Uh, Henry, but like big and built uh, with a mustache, um, bald, kind of like Bronson energy. Okay. Uh, it's got like suspenders on with no shirt underneath. It's a real good look. Uh, oh. Starts taking a, uh, puts the Dukes up underhanded. Looks like a much more formidable foe. Um, okay. Uh, Sib leans in and goes, 
This one is about weathering the storm early. He's got those big muscles, all right? It takes a lot of oxygen to keep him going. So you survive the first couple rounds, and you got this, all right? You got this. It's going to look dumb. It's not going to look pretty, but you're going to get the job done, I can tell. You have to work on these. (laughs) Just go practice in the corner. Uh, You hear the bell ring uh, as you guys go to meet in the middle, and then we are going to cut over to Fia and Zerk, a.k.a. Zonk. (laughs) Diarrhea of the butt, diarrhea of the mouth, diarrhea of the ears. Those are also ways that you can die. Diarrhea of what comes out of the ears? Is it ear facts, but it's diarrhea, or is it actual diarrhea? Um, you know what? Scientists are still debating that to this day. <laughs> Probably something they talk about at CoronerCon, right? <laughs> uh, you guys are led back through a hall, through a kitchen, uh, where you see a bunch of kitchen workers. You see this one... I smile amicably at all the kitchen workers. Uh, you see a couple of people give you friendly nods. A few people are like confused, like, do we know this person? <laughs> are, they, are they our friend? They, they give you a wave. <laughs> I usually huh. hang out with books. People are new and okay. exciting. Great. You, you got to stop leading with that, Fia. I know. I know. I know. I do. <laughs> Just don't. I, you know what? They'll assume you're, you're nice. You look nice. You're nice to be around. You don't have to say okay. the book thing. Okay. Good to learn. Thank you. Uh, you know what? I'm just realizing I forgot to eat today. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I make friends with the kitchen workers. Hi, can we possibly get, you know, a little, a little amuse-bouche? <laughs> just some nibbles. We're, we're about to do some hungry work. Yeah, you see uh, the goon goes, give him a fucking amuse-bouche. Uh, just like, <laughs> just pissed up to one of the kitchen workers. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, runs and uh, see all because I smile. Oh, <laughs> well done! Ooh, grabs you some blue cheese stuffed olives. <laughs> um, and uh, you see this goon um leads you guys back through a hallway, through the busy kitchen, and to a freezer. It's not a proper freezer. There's nothing electrical here. Uh, it's just a dank cellar, and you can tell that it is being artificially cooled by some kind of magical means. You see frost collecting on the stone walls. You see the rook goon uh, kicks out a kitchen worker who is working in here, then stands at the freezer door, uh, just kind of leaning up against it, keeping it open, um, and motions for you all to go in. This is dangerous, right, Dr. Zerk, to go into a freezer. They could close it on us. They sure could. I'm glad you're here to think about <laughs> things like that. Uh, Book Vargas, do you want me to stand outside? Or uh, fly outside? Yes, Bukvar. And make sure if we get, you know, fucked up, that you will open the door for us. All right. I'll talk to this goon about my pizza making style. Or maybe I'll help out <laughs> in the kitchen. Oh, that's a great idea. Uh, you hear Bookfire flaps away and just you instantly hear chaos. <laughs> um, as we walk in, can I take a look at, let's call him Spritle for now, okay. uh, to see what they think about this scene, uh, how they're reacting color-wise. Uh, Spritle is blue. Spritle is a little scared. Spritle likes mm. to be outside with friends, not with scary people in freezers. <laughs> you will learn they are blue when they are sad and they are scared. It's very confusing because they are <laughs> such different emotions. <laughs> okay, Spritle's bummed out, so let's make this quick. I'm happy to be in a freezer. I run hot. <laughs> You guys, yeah, Fia, you can finally take your cloak off. It's really nice. <laughs> this is a little toasty compared to the morgue, honestly. <laughs> um, you guys walk past huge haunches of meat hanging on hooks, um, and you find at the other end of the room 
a body covered in a black bag. I cast guidance on Dr. Zerk. Great. Oh, thank you, Miss Witch. Zerk, you are enchanted uh, with magic power. I tie my hair back into a ponytail, put on my gloves, uh, and I unzip the bag. Sweet. You unzip or the unbutton bag. unbutton it. I don't know if they have zippers. Uh, <laughs> you, yeah, you unbutton it. It is a button body bag. Um, Save the button, Zerk. Yeah. <laughs> It's a nice button. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <laughs> intricately made. This is beautiful. I don't know why they haven't gone into the business. The embroidery on this is outstanding. <laughs> um, Body bags. I mean, they put so much care into them. <laughs> um, you see that this body is a man covered in tattoos head to toe, uh, including one from the Rooks. So this is indeed one of Madam Whitlock's associates. Tell me what you are looking for, and Fia, if you're doing anything, uh, let me know what you're doing as well. So I know from Madam Whitlock that this person died of a heart attack or something similar to that. They just dropped dead. Correct. Yeah, you see no okay. visible wounds on like first glance. Do you need me to cut them open? <laughs> We're going to get there. I'm going to need you to make a big T-shaped incision real soon, but for now, let's just do mm. kind of a preliminary check. Okay. Um, I guess I'll just do maybe an arcana check to see if I can sense anything eldritch or otherworldly that's kind of lingering. Okay. That's going to be, ooh, uh, 21. 21. Old enough to drink. <laughs> Zerk, as you open this body bag and begin to examine it, you feel a cold breeze passed through you and not just the kind of coldness of the freezer. You feel like a wind. Whew. Did you feel that? Afia, you did feel it. It's like a ghost farting. I did feel it, which is strange, because like I said, I run hot. Yeah. Can I do an arcana check on this uh, strange cold wind? Uh, sure. 17. 17. It could be some kind of magic leftover, some kind of like force field diminishing, or it could be like a spirit or something. It was either their spirit or residual magics. Do you think that maybe, you know, like normally when you die, you evacuate mm. your bowels? Do you think the mm. ghost was evacuating its ghost bowels and that's what we were feeling? You know, honestly, Dr. Zerk, I don't. <laughs> okay. See, the thing about science is you have to explore every possibility and you slowly cross that. out and eliminate right, those. Yeah. Until this you is land. why you're the scientist and I'm the bitch, you know? You can't have a blade without a smith and vice versa. I'll say that. <laughs> All right. Um, no more evidence outside. We might need to get cutting. So um, in the interest of not being too gory, why don't we just say <laughs> that Zerk has an instrument that's almost like an arcane x-ray. Mm. So Zerk, you hold like a very like steampunky kind of looking wand. Mm. Ooh. Can I like draw a circle on the body and yeah. then like oh that like shimmers that's and you fucking right yeah that's what Great. you do yeah you have cool. um some like arcane paints um that you use to make a rune across this person's chest uh you hold your hand over it do not lick this <laughs> you mix some powder in your hands uh and then blow it into the runes um and you see that their chest becomes transparent and you see that there is missing heart. A missing heart. How did you get yes, that? Yes, I knew it. How did wow. you yes, know that? Fuck yes. It just feels like a good story. 
<laughs> I was hoping for it. You just see that this person is missing a heart and there's no damage. Like, mm. it's just the heart is just gone. As soon as the woman said heart attack and it mysteriously happened three times, I thought for sure this is what something is doing. Are the ventricles like perfectly cauterized? Can I see that? It doesn't look like this. It doesn't look like a cut. It looks like it's something different than than the prophet. Yeah, it looks like something different than the prophet. Mm, I wonder if it was a broken promise. Is that a common sort of exchange that occurs? You know, I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounded good. As you I guys think go with it. As you guys are examining this body, you suddenly hear the meat hooks behind you. Starting to jingle. Oh, I almost oh. did on the way, and I almost did a fucking investigation check. And then to you see, see the was... guard at the door, <laughs> this big goon, suddenly clutches his heart and goes, oh, 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 wait, 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 and just collapses, and you see the door slams. I knew this would happen. Bookfar! <laughs> Bookfar, put down the pizza! You see these you see these meat hooks animate? You hear Bookfar on the other side. I can't open it, Mist! I don't have hands! What? Why yeah. did I leave you? Uh, go ahead and roll initiative as these meat hooks animate. Whoa. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, that's a seven. For me, this is 18. Sweet. Then let's go ahead and cut back to Henry. I Henry. knew you would do this. It, you oh. are a sick fuck. You're a Theo bad Ogilia man. thinks Brian Murphy is a sick fuck. <laughs> I am a sick fuck. Uh, Henry, <laughs> put your dukes up. Behavior. Go ahead and give me a roll. This dude looks a lot tougher okay. than Willie. Uh, you hear the crowd uh, yelling for him. Um, but Sib had given you the advice that uh, if you last... A few rounds with this dude, you'll have a better chance in the later rounds. Okay, so I'm doing a lot of like bobbing and weaving. Great. Uh, go ahead and give nice me uh, your athletics check uh, with the D4 and the plus one. <laughs> I did. Oh I did. I did bad too. I would not as bad as I did on my D4. I rolled a nat one. Rolled a <gasps> one on my D4. Oh no! With, with when I add everything, it's uh, a nine. A nine. Okay. Uh, this dude. Got a 12. Yeah. You, you might survive and not get knocked out. Uh, but you see, you start bobbing and weaving. Um, this dude, surprisingly quick in the first round, catches you off guard, opens you up with a jab. That's the first time you've been hit in the nose in a oh, long time. Fuck. It kind of dazes you. Uh, your hands go up to protect your head. And this dude just starts socking you in the gut, gets you up in the corner, and just starts raining blows on you. You get punched in the liver, um, and you feel your body begin to like shut down like you're going to drop. Uh, that is a DC 13 constitution saving throw to stay up. All right. Ooh, D 13? Yeah. That's a 15. 15. Uh, you weather the storm as this dude pounds on your ribs. Uh, and you hear some people are like cheering for you to keep going. They want to see this like wiry dude beat this big buff dude. Um, you weather the storm, but you have definitely lost the round. You get plopped down in the stool. Uh, Sib starts rubbing your shoulders. Yeah. No pep talk, okay. please, are, please. Are, I beg you, because sure? I can. There's, I can say whatever you want. You got your ass kicked that time, but okay. all you, yeah, yeah, all you got to do is knock him out. Um, Thank you for even the advice. You thoroughly got your ass kicked that time, but it's cool. okay. My, 
Yeah. No, my morale is right back up. Let's go. Let's uh, go. Great. Uh, bell rings. <laughs> uh, you go out for the second round. Uh, you see this dude is like looking strong, but he's like huffing and puffing a little bit oh, for the second round. He's tired. Uh, go ahead I- and make uh, your athletics check for the second round. Okay, I take a, I take like a big spin around the ring, you know, trying to, <laughs> trying to tucker him out a little bit. Ooh, baby, seventeen. No joke, I just rolled a natural goddamn one. Um, yeah. you see, this dude trips up as he's chasing you around the ring. Get over here! Get over here, you little fucker! Light on my feet. Uh, trips a little bit, uh, and you catch him right on the chin with his additional punching skill. This dude got a nine. What did you What did you get? A seventeen. A seventeen. Okay, so needs to do a Constitution saving throw to stay standing. Uh, that uh, passes natural nineteen with his con. He way passes it. Uh, you hit this dude right in the chin. He wobbles. He starts to back up, and you get and you start uh, going for his ribs, and you hear the crowd going crazy. Uh, bell rings. That's the end of the round. Uh, one for you. One for him. Bell rings to go out for the uh, third round. You walk back up. Um, go ahead and give me a charisma check, Henry, to try to win the crowd over. Contested okay. charisma <laughs> check. Contested. Uh, he only All has right. a plus one. He got a 17, though. Okay, well, I hold my boxing glove to my ear uh, to sort of uh, listen to the crowd noise. To, uh, <laughs> shout out to the two crew. Shout of out course. to the two crew. Of All course, right. I should not. Everyone's like, Sullivan, Sullivan, Sullivan. Yelling I for this dude. I can't hear it. I can't hear it. It hurts me that I'm not there to help. Uh, yeah. you, you can get bonuses. Uh, you can get like inspiration yeah. from the crowd, uh, but only after you've like won rounds. Uh, it like can kind of like build you up and build up your momentum, but, but you're still where you were. Uh, you see this dude is red-faced um, and is looking more tired than the last one, taking these big heaving swings. They hurt when they hit, but he's a lot slower. Uh, go ahead and make uh, your athletics check for the round. Okay. He rolled goddamn good. 15. 15. Okay. He got a 20. Oh, okay. Okay. So you see, um, yeah, you're bobbing and weaving, trying to get out of the way, trying to tucker him out. Um, but he does uh, land a really hard shot behind your ear. It wobbles you. You go over the to the ropes to kind of try to stay on your feet. Um, you see uh, the crowd around you is getting blurry as they're yelling. Uh, this dude uh, goes and cracks you again across the jaw. Go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw uh, to try to stay up. have stayed oh. away from the rope. <laughs> what do I need to hit? I uh, rolled a 15. A 15 is exactly it. You pass. Wow. Oh, so your legs are like jello. You start to go out, um, but you stay up and you hear the bell ring for the end of the round. You see the ref Dang. has to like save you from getting killed by this dude. Good Lord. Uh, pulls I him like back. the sound of that bell. Uh, That's get, a good bell. You get pulled up on the stool <laughs> uh, and you see Sib goes, all right, if you're holding back at all, it's time to let it all out and kind of do your thing. All right. Great. Yeah. So the advice, the the pep talk, the advice is it's to just try uh, do your to, best. Believe in yourself. Okay. Do you want to puff on my cigar? Yeah. <laughs> gives, uh, gives you a cigar. Um, Henry, you go out for the fourth round. Uh, this dude has already won two rounds. You have only won one, um, but he is looking tired. He is red-faced and uh, gulping for air. Uh, he gets less of a bonus this time. Um, go ahead and make your athletics okay. check. Okay. Ducking, bobbing, weaving. 18. He got an 11. Uh, so uh, 
Henry, you start to get into it. You're like, you're way skinnier, but you're in like pretty good shape. Uh, so you have like cardio for days. You keep going. You keep popping this dude and opening him up and then peppering him with like hard shots. So this dude has to do a DC 17 con saving throw uh, to stay up. You got a 19. Uh, you see oh he stays God. standing. It mm. is. Final round. Two to two going into the last round. Uh, Henry, oh. go ahead and give me a charisma check after having won that last round. Fucking four. A four. Okay. <laughs> this crowd uh, does not like People me. are still yelling for Sullivan. <laughs> uh, you, you can tell that you've won people over, but people already made their bets on Sullivan, and that's all they <laughs> care about. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, bell rings. You guys go out for the last round. Go ahead and give me a uh, one last athletics check. This dude's huffing and puffing. Come on, you vascular bastard. 17. This dude got an eight. Woo! Come on. Yeah. He has a DC 19 to stay standing. Henry, you guys are trading blows going back and forth. Um, you are peppering him with like strong, fast shots, but he he's hitting you with these like lumbering hooks. Um, and he dazes you, pushes you back into the corner a little bit, but you turn it around on him, use some like fancy footwork, get him in the corner, start working his body. He puts his arms down to block his body and you crack him across the jaw. His head spins and you see he goes out on the ground. Um, and you see Sib starts going fucking nuts because they bet money on you and this was a real fucking opponent. Uh, and Sib wow. starts going fucking crazy. Uh, Henry, go ahead and give me a charisma check with advantage. <laughs> okay, yeah, you know what, Sib, just so you know, uh, the the advice I listened to was from Fia Boginia. She told me... <laughs> Don't say that name again, Bonk Boginia. No, I just gonna... <laughs> she said to stay mad. What are you talking about? Uh, that's a nine. <laughs> a, a nine. nine. Okay, <laughs> yeah. you hear some golf claps? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hank. That is... Yeah, we're going to start know, calling him Hank. That's music to my ears. That that really yeah. swells Henry's heart. Yeah, a couple of guys who make fun of you at the docks, you hear them loudly discussing that they might make fun of you less. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's fucking weirdos not so bad. Wow, I wish I didn't hear that one. <laughs> then we are going to um, Sound carries. cut back over to Fia and Zerk. Fia and Zerk. Oh, right. Okay, okay, this is fine. First to act is the meat hooks. The meat hooks oh, um, no. fly <laughs> at you, um, swinging on their chains and are going to try to crack both of you. Uh, the ones that go after Zerk, are they getting an opportunity attack from me? Are they getting an opportunity attack? No, they're not like um, sentient. Uh, you can deduce from the experience you had before from the wind that this is some kind of spirit that flew through this room and haunted the objects to animate them before killing this rook near the door. So okay. is the spirit still in here? You have no idea. Okay. First, Meat Hook goes after Fia. That is a nine to hit Fia. Misses. It misses. Next hook flies at Zerk. That's a 19 to hit. Hits. Oh, that's a mean right hook. Uh, 11 damage <laughs> to Zerk as it slashes you across the chest. Ooh, um, what? Goodness. Fia, that is your turn. Uh, you see this room, just these whirling meat hooks. Uh, you also see that the spirit ha it has like completely haunted this room, that there's like um, a bench that is flying up. You see haunches of meat flying up. Looks like you're going to uh, get hit with projectiles. Um, <laughs> sucks. You are going to need to use a dash action to get to the door. 
on the other side of the room um, because this is like difficult terrain to weave through all the chains and everything. I will use my dash action to get to the door and while I do, I will use a bonus action, Shield of Faith on Mr. Zerg to give him plus two to AC. Sweet. Plus two, oh. Uh, you cast Thank you. a bonus action, uh, Shield of Faith on Zerk. Uh, on initiative 10, that is flying debris. Uh, a huge haunch of meat uh, goes to hit uh, Zerk. Uh, Zerk, go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw. And Fia, give me a dexterity saving throw. Zerk opens his mouth super wide and tries to <laughs> chomp through the meat. Ooh, I got a raw 18. I don't have good dex. Okay, you pa- you pass no matter what, unless okay. you have negative. 22 for Zerk. Uh, Zerk, nice. you matrix bend back and take a little bite <laughs> of the meat as it passes by you. It is raw and you do vomit. Um, <laughs> but you uh, live to fight another day, Zerk. That it's is old meat. Zerk, that is your turn. Okay. Um, I see Fia run towards the door. Yeah. And I'm gonna do the same. I take a dash action. Sweet. Um, and then once I'm there, can I use my alchemy jug to make acid and pour it in the lock to try to bust the door open? Uh, wh- what kind of action is that? What is the alchemy thing? Could you make that stuff Let's instantly? See. Uh, ceramic jug appears to hold a gallon of liquid and weighs 12 pounds, whether uh, full or empty. Let's see. You can use an action and name one liquid mm. from the table below to cause the jug to produce the chosen liquid. So this is going to use your action, and you're not going to be able to dash. Uh, you can only get halfway across the room with your movement, um, but I will let you throw it to Fia if you want. Ooh. Ooh. I shake up the jug and whisper, acid. Uh, and then <laughs> out loud, I say to Fia, Fia! <laughs> Acid. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, uh, Zerk. Give me, give me an athletics check with advantage. I'll okay. say that it's an easy softball toss, but okay. Uh, athletics. That's zero. Uh, that's an eleven. Eleven. That makes it. Uh, Fia, Ooh, you catch yes. it. Um, you start uh, working to undo it to open the door, and then we are going to cut back to Henry. Henry. Okay. You see the ref announces another fighter. Next up, we got the reigning champ, Hank Hogfish, fighting the next challenger, Thornkirk Thunder, Marty Umber. Uh, you see a fighter with black quaffed hair goes to step between the ropes, but before he can get into the ring, you see Fergus. Uh, I know The rook grabs the ref and pulls him over and goes, no, I'm fighting next. Uh, and you hear the crowd goes fucking crazy, and Sib goes, God damn it, Fergus, what the fuck are you doing? Sib, I didn't sign up for this. And they start loudly <laughs> arguing back and forth. Uh, you see the ref backs down. You see the other boxer backs down. Uh, does not even have his hands taped. You see Fergus just takes his shirt off. A mountain of a man, thick, like literally like the mountain from Game of Thrones, um, and just like does not have his hands uh, wrapped and just mm-hmm. uh, knuckles bruised and skinned um, from getting into fights. Um, and you see Sib pulls you in and goes, all right, look, we actually have an opportunity here, okay? Here, here's What's the here. opportunity that I get fucking murdered yeah, by your be, friend? Okay, <laughs> if you survive, though, there's an opportunity here. First off, he's not my friend. I fucking hate Fergus, okay? Just because we work for the same gang does not mean that we're friends. I fucking hate Fergus, okay? He's a fucking moron. Listen. Cool. All there's, right. There's Makes two op- of us. There's an opportunity here to make a lot of money, okay? He's pissed off at me from last night, so he's trying to fuck me over here, but we can fuck him over, you understand? Okay. Okay. How? <laughs> if Fergus gets himself disqualified he will lose the fight and i will win a fuck ton of money 
Do you understand that? Great. How does he get disqualified? Like ripping my fucking head that's, off of that's my body? That's the thing is that you need to not die, though, is, is, is the thing. Great. Thank you. Another amazing pep talk coming from <laughs> my trainer. All right. You do whatever you want. I'm saying if you piss him off, you could potentially win this thing. Okay. Win on a technicality. Got it. <laughs> uh, you go out. Uh, you see uh, Fergus stands across from you, uh, a solid two heads taller, uh, and just kind of <laughs>, laughs and smiles, and the bell rings. So even with just your passive insight, you can kind of tell that the way this works is like, Fergus can come in and he can push around the ref and be like, I want to fight. He can say that, but he can't do whatever he wants in the ring because if he does whatever he wants in the ring, then people are getting fucked out of their money and people will start rioting and things like that. Okay. You know what I mean? So if he freaks out and kicks or like body slams you, he loses by default. You have two options. You can either fight and try to win and roll your D4 and do normal, or you can try to make him mad by dancing around. But if you do that, you're putting yourself at a slight disadvantage and you're going to roll without your D4. And then he's okay. going to do a wisdom check at the end of each round to not like get frustrated, but you have to not get knocked out, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm light, I'm light, I'm springy, and I'm afraid of Fergus. So I'm going <laughs> to... But I am going to take off my, I want to take off my gloves so he knows, so he feels like I'm there to play. So we're going bare knuckled, huh? You unwrap your hands uh, and he goes, yeah, that'll be good. That'll be uh, less they have to take off when they fucking bury you. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking. They ring the bell uh, and then we're going to cut back over to Zerk and Fia. At initiative 20 is the meat hooks. Uh, meat hooks are going to go for Fia. 14 to hit Fia, misses. Misses. Good God, Zerk, you have such bad luck even when I'm fucking rolling. Uh, 22, oh, 22 Zerk to hit Zerk. has a plus two. Uh, Zerk has a plus two, but I got a 22 to hit. This still Aww. hits, yep. Zerk, you are cut for 12. Zerk's down. <laughs> uh, Zerk goes down. Fia, that is your turn. Okay. Fia pours acid in this door. Uh, you pour acid in the door. Um, you see that uh, it begins to eat away at the lock and get more brittle. Ah, uh, healing word, Zerk. Nice. <gasps> I heal you for four. <laughs> That's I enough. I try to do my best. Um, I pour it in and I try to run out of the door. Sweet. Um, <laughs> go ahead and give me, uh, with advantage, an athletics check because the door, uh, the okay. lock to the door is like all fucked up now. Theo, you made the meat taste good. Thank you. Nineteen, Woo! and I have proficiency in athletics because that's my shit. So that's going to be a twenty-four. Twenty-four. Yeah. Fia. Twenty-four. Open the door. Fia, you bust down the door and plow your way out. You see, as you <laughs> yeah. open the door, um, you see uh, Bookfar is flapping there. <laughs> Bookfar is going to fly in, and um, I was going to say, Bookfar, go help, go help Zerk. Dr. Zerk needs a nurse. Uh, Bookfire <laughs> gives uh, the help action to Zerk. Zerk, go ahead and give me a deck saving throw with advantage um, as some like giant meat hammers fly at you. Oh God, just once I would like to heal someone. <laughs> 
It's okay, Dr. Zerk, you will. Uh, that is going to be a 15. That is exactly what you needed. So you see oh. Bookfar flies in um, uh, and starts flapping. You see um, Bookfar is hit, uh, but spins. He's, he's not deanimated. He's just like hit on the side. Oh, oh. Spins around, okay. lands in Zerk's hands. Uh, Zerk, you, uh, Zerk, it is your turn. Let's book it. <laughs> nice. To Bookfar. <laughs> Uh, sweet. Zerk, uh, with the rest of your movement, you are able to get out of the freezer. Uh, you go out in this kitchen. Uh, you see that there is some chaos going on in this kitchen. Uh, before we go anywhere, I want to slam the door to the freezer shut uh, and cast mending on it to repair the lock. You slam the door shut um, and you run out into this kitchen. And uh, where are you guys going? Are you making it for the main hall? Or? I mean, I, uh, I as a player want to see Henry, but I as... Fia am like we should go talk to this woman and tell her. You would still be you another. You would be able to see Henry from there. They're on the second balcony. Okay, let's go to this woman's table. Let her know oh, yeah. another one has lost their heart. You guys get mm-hmm. out into this balcony, um, but you have a hard time um, finding Madame Whitlock at first glance because you see that everybody on the second floor balcony is now watching the boxing ring. And you see that Henry has stepped up to Fergus. The bell rings. Henry, go ahead and roll your athletics check. Um, I'm going to sort of like blow the blood that's dripping on my face uh, into his face a little bit, like with a heavy breath. You fucker. Uh, So that's an 18. He got a 24. Uh, so you come out, oh, you try to get cute with him. You start peppering him with jabs and like walking around the outside. You got him chasing you, um, but you see that he's in better shape than the other guy. And he just keeps right on you, keeps his front foot pointed at you and eventually just catches you and then gets you in the corner and just starts lighting you up with shots. Go ahead and give me a con saving throw to stay standing. I don't know if I'm going to do it. Um, that is only a 13. Zerk and Fia, you see Henry trapped in a corner at the beginning of the round, absolutely getting pummeled. Fergus hits him with a hard shot and he is out on his feet. He is definitely going down. And you see in the other corner, Sib pulling their hair out in frustration, looking around and then locks eyes with you guys and starts gesturing towards Henry. Okay, I will put a guidance into Bukvar and send him down to Mr. Henry because I can put a touch spell into Bukvar and send him to a friend. So I will do that and I will do it as sneakily as I possibly can. Great. Uh, so you have nice. Bukvar fly down. Um, Bukvar flies low um, and gets in under the ropes of the ring, bumps up against Henry's foot, trying to be as unnoticed as possible, is hiding under like a towel, essentially. Uh, Henry, go ahead uh, and do a con saving throw and add a D4 to it. That time it's a 19. Oh! Uh, Henry, you stay standing. Um, Fia, go ahead and give me a deception check. Now, since I am using Bookfar, I probably can't get the help action from him. You can get it from Zerk. Zerk, please, oh, yeah. I have a minus <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I got you. What are we get doing? Get away with it, please. I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna say this is pretty inconspicuous because it's just a book bumping up against his foot. So I'm gonna say DC 12. Mm. Well, I got a five, even with advantage. You see, Henry looks like he's about to go out, and then suddenly gets this 
shock of energy, uh, this magic aura that is visible to everybody for a second. Uh, and you suddenly start hearing the crowd go crazy and you see the ref goes, no magic, no magic, it's over, you're disqualified. Um, and you hear the oh. people in the crowd start going fucking ape shit. Uh, you see Fergus grabs Henry by the throat, holds him up over uh, the corner of the boxing ring as the people on the outside are fucking ravenous. You see people start tearing up tickets and fucking freaking out. And that's where we'll end our session. Oh, no. You fucking maniac. You fucking maniac. I can't believe you. Wow, you sick fuck. Sick fuck. How? How do you get away with being who you are? Um, Sweet, guys. uh, If you want to listen to our after show, head on over to patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. We. Um, And we will chat about all of this fun stuff. Can't wait. Uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to plug this week? You know what? Make a plan. Think about voting. You can do it at headcount.org slash headgum. Uh, you can preview your ballot. You can find out where your polling place is. They even have resources uh, where you can volunteer to help out at your polling place. Um, so do that. Go vote. Find please a way. Vote. Yeah. Please, 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 please vote. Do a vote. Mm-hmm. Headcount.org slash headgum. It's uh, let's bloat the vote. That's right. Fill the boxes Ooh. with your ballots. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bloat the vote, baby. Bloat the vote. Um, I would once again like to plug our PO box, which is 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, California, 90027. We have uh, some lovely trinkets that have been sent to us from fine Ooh. folks, and I will shout them out now. Yes, please. Uh, Somebody sent us a notepad, tote bag, face mask, and coffee mug with 2020 rolling with disadvantage (laughs) drawn on them. Do you know I'm using one of those notebooks? Oh, nice. Right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it's like a frowny face, but with dice for eyes, I believe. It's Mm -hmm. very cute uh, and also very much a mood and a vibe. So if that was you, uh, please let us know. And then um, Axel, a.k.a. Bubble underscore Codes on Twitter, sent us character-coded friendship bracelets and photo cards of their art, which includes drawings of girls from The Witcher fighting over Emily. Oh, my (laughs) God. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I have not seen this yet. Uh, Yeah, it's Tristan and Yennefer fighting over Emily. It's very spicy. Um, Thank you so much, Axel. It's an easy. We all know who's going (laughs) to (laughs) win. And then uh, Jeff S., Lord of the Fjords, sent us a treasure trove of goodies, including a kobold press deep magic book, wild shape cards, uh, spring leaves dice from Ireland, some inspiration coins, and of course, a bunch of DVDs. Jeff, I am using using the wild shape cards for another druid I'm playing, and I have always talked about how I needed that as a druid, and it comes in so handy. That's... That's incredible. Thank you, Jeff, for making it easier for Emily to transform into creatures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God's work. Uh, yeah, you spoil us, Jeffrey. We also got uh, a Vin Diesel Blu-ray collection <laughs> uh, from Jeff, <laughs> which includes Bloodshot, Witch Hunter, and, of course, Fate of the Furious. You spoil us. Emily and yes. I saw Witch Hunter in theaturals, of course. Naturally. Mm. <laughs> the movie opens with Vin Diesel pulling out, uh, doing on runes on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had done that. I saw Bloodshot on like Amazon Prime Video for like forty bucks instead of seeing it in theaters. Oh my God, I paid like the full price, wow. like at home theater experience. It's not worth it. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Ben. 
Alex sent us a nice letter and some origami in the shape of obsidian. Thank you so <gasps> much. It's really <laughs> sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can actually move the the tail on the origami and it makes that noise. It's incredible. Amazing. Wow. And lastly, Danny sent us frognor pins. That is frog oh, balnor yeah. for those not in the know. <laughs> That's incredibly, right. They're incredibly you cute. aren't in the know. You need to get in on Danny's frog Hop on uh, in on Danny's frogs. <laughs> Thank you again, Danny. Danny is uh, at Danny Doodles 8 on Twitter. Thank you so much. For them Thank frogs. You. Sweet. Uh, and uh, you can follow us all on Twitter at chmurfisme, at Caldies Caldwell, at Easter to Emily, and at Jake Hurwitz is Jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N A D D P O D. We are, we are the euthanation. We are, we are the Hey there, it is time to thank our benevolent council of elders, starting, of course, with Brad D., Jeffrey S., Haldor Frostbeck, Steelbreaker, and Matt M. Other sentient books in Fia's home, they all take turns preparing dinner for Fia, and each of them are equally bad at it, except for Matt, who makes a halfway decent lasagna. Good on you. Jordan DJ, Cutter W., Jibe G., Zolo Dolo and Dylan B, detectives working under Inspector Marcy, they all have to pretend their lives suck to make their boss happy, but secretly, they are all best friends and in a bowling league together. Wow, life rules. Schubert the Mushroom, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M, Beardman Dan, and Scott D, the Rook janitor is responsible for cleaning up the huge piles of broken glass that Sib leaves on the ground after a night of drinking. Damn, that is a dangerous task. Danny P, Elena C, Michael, Mick D, the head mixologist, and Victor T, Balnor's boy. Sprite lamp lighters. No one knows exactly how they lure sprites into the lamps, but the, preva the prevailing theory amongst scholars is that they use very tiny cupcakes. Wow, that would work on me too. Andrew B, Justin I, TJM, the Gnome Barbarian, Elena M, and Trele, the Crayfay. Thornkirk citizens who were assigned Dr. Zonk as their primary care physician. Uh, and it seems the greatest horror in Eldermorn is is uh, is actually privatized healthcare. Uh oh. Jared E. Christopher B. Austin Bonesaw M. R. Daniel R. And Jordan L. Other guardians of the grove. They also mourned his passing by standing around a fairy circle and getting buzzed off tobacco. Sadly, there was no pizza though. Dang. Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold. Gage M. Skokilla, Destin C., and Richard X. Machina, Fergus and Lady Whitlock's other siblings. Strangely enough, they are all dentists. Illegal crime dentists, sure, but net dentists nonetheless. Michael L., Kelvin Noodles, Sergio Salazar, Solomon Zacharias de Sesuani, Trast the Traveler, and Jory S., the meat hook manufacturers, who are still, who are until today, were able to proudly boast our hooks are 100% not evil. Well, dang, no more. Dana G., Calum L., Ryan, Jack L., and Troy a.k.a. the Flawless Whale. The bartenders at Blackthorn who have started a petition to ban patrons who make their drinks glow. They are artisans and they don't appreciate having their art tinkered with. Thank you very much. Temporal, Sam L., Nicholas C., Reese and S., Samuel B., and Mike H., a group of 
scrubs who fight the in the fighting pit. They saw Henry coming and knew they were out of work for the night. Ouch. Matthew E., Colton B., Adam G., Mateo C., and Eric B., the local pizza shop where Bookvar honed his skills. They actually only hired him to be, uh, to be the menu. He just kept sneaking back into the kitchen and playing with the dough, though. Fair enough. Panama James, Adrian the Halfling Bard, John H. N., Anime Intellect, and Dan, a much more respectable fighting ring across town called the Fighting Pedestal. No ratty pit for these fighters. They are admired and revered, and they get health insurance. Wow. Nikki W, Grace G, Drew Nasty, CC Lulu, and Jay, a group of smiths who forged the greatest blades in all of Eldermorn. Metaphorically, of course, they are all terrified of flames and don't like being around sharp things. Barnesinator, Douglas A, Michelle O, Luke H, Aiden RH, and Rito Rin, six best friends who also made, made a glowing fairy friendship promise, but one of them has actually been getting on everyone's nerves, so they're trying to figure out the logistics and consequences of, you know, uh, breaking a glowing fairy friendship promise. Um... They're, they are, the consequences are dire. I'll say that. Timmy R, Lucas B, Aaron S, Kevin M, and Austin C, Willie's crew of daredevil friends. They go around filming stupid stunts at Eldermorn's very own jackass crew. Wow. Henry was an unknowing participant in a segment called Willie's 12th Concussion. That actually tracks. Uh, Devin W, Hogfish's Above Average Hog, wow, Knee Orc, Stephen C, KJ, and Michael Meyer, 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 Michael Meyer, of course it's Michael Meyer, Uh, extremely ill-informed gamblers who went all in on Willie, they are hoping things go better with their next champion, Bookfar, oh dear. Rahul N, Mike K, Maxwell C, and Nick L, but also, but also Karen T., Owners and proprietors of Bookvar's Booktalian Eatery, a literature-slash-Italian fusion restaurant that combines classic Italian dishes with sheets of paper and ink. That sounds delicious. Ekithor666, Justin Raccoon, Nick W., Michael C., and Robert F., the kitchen workers who have the unfortunate job of cleaning up after the haunted meat hooks and flying haunches, as well as Bookvar's catastrophic pizza-making attempt, now that's messy. Esme M. Spartagnus, Nathan, Casimir the All-Knowing, Big Bad Beardo the Mad, and Eric McD. Pro wrestlers who do shows at the Blackthorn on, box- on the boxers and off nights. Nice. The crowd has no idea that it's fake and goes ballistic anytime someone cheats. Which uh, And each event ends with a battle royale. Uh, between the wrestlers and the crowd as they desperately try to escape the venue. Wow, I do not want to be there on a boxer's off night. Tell you that right now. Burley T, Alex A, Nero, Claudius, Caesar, Augustus, Germanicus, Christian A, and J, Dragonborn, a crew of goths who would totally take up on Zerk's offer to hang out and drink in a morgue. Yeah, you know, on, a, on second thought, it sounds kind of cool. Jonathan O, the Sandrayan, Grant, Ben A, Feldonis, and Dave H, Thornkirk, Beavers, who are super pumped that the barge exploded in the river because it gave them a great head start on their new dam. Damn, Beaver. That's a cool um, uh, dam that you built. Sorry about that. Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Keith K, Brittany B, and Kyle H, Bookvar's Test Kitchen Taste Testers. Unsurprisingly, they have all come down with food poisoning after trying Bookvar's pizza. Emilio D, Frankie K, Big Bad John, Aston S, 
Blair the Bug Blair Barbarian, and Porkchop. Glasswilly's previous opponents, he lasted less than a round with all of them. He also tripped on his way into the ring with Frankie and just sort of knocked himself out before the fight even began. Chenille M, Depressed Demon Hunter, Alice, Minette F, and Pat L, a gang of bats who all witnessed Henry's brazen attack on the fake bats but are planning their revenge nonetheless as if the summoned bats were their own kin. Lauren H, Matthew J, Janina E, Maddie Y, the eldest Barry, and Ryan S, a team of fighters Sib coached and delivered their famous pep talks to, all of whom lost miserably, which, you know, makes sense. The Bone Duster, Nathan J, Joshua H, Robert CRSP, Robert Crisp, and Yidrazel, animated meat hooks that thankfully don't have any kind of bloodlust and just use their animation to hold extra meat, which is very courteous. You'll love to see it. Matthew K, Brentley C, Demar B, Micah B, Carly Ann, Clark of the Thunderfucks, cigar rollers whose entire business is supported by one woman named Fia Beginia. If she ever tried to quit smoking, yeah, they would all, they'd all starve and so would their families. Jorge C, Poopy Peepy Poopy, thank you for making me say that. Uh, Connor Savage, Brian S, Russell H, and Christopher J.O., gamblers who just lost a bunch of money betting on Henry and who all plan to unceremoniously murder him. Fun. Good stuff. Thank you, everybody. That was a HeadGum Podcast.